Hello, 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 uh, and welcome to another episode of uh, Monday Morning Rants and Raves, or Monday Morning Miseries, Rants and Raves. <clears throat> Sorry, it's been about a, a month break here. Uh, everything's been been so busy, so wrapped up. I've had a hard time uh, getting back to the microphone. So anyhow, um, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're back listening um, to what's going on, too. So we'll jump right in here. Monday Morning Miseries. Rants and raves. Let me first start with my rave. I, we, uh, my wife and I went out to dinner the other night um, after we left a car dealership in Wilmington. I think that was a different um, rant, uh, the car shopping experience. But we went out to this Texas Steakhouse, and I'm going to tell you something, Texas Steakhouse in Wilmington. I know I'm giving free plugs here, but uh, it was fantastic service, great food, uh, a good price, we thought, for the meal that we had. And so I would highly recommend that. So there's my rave for the day. I'm not going to rant about traffic anymore. We've we've uh, we've talked that thing in the ground and these mediums. Not that I'm any happier about it. People make jokes now when they're riding with me that I'm talking to other drivers as if they can hear me. Uh, I so I wish they could most of the time uh, as I correct all the driving habits on the road. I'm probably the one that's the craziest driver of all. I just don't. I don't have to critique myself, but uh, anyway, so you know what to talk about this morning for our uh, Monday morning miseries. What's what's got you down? What's um, what's got the bug in your cross, so to speak? Have you noticed the new narrative um, from phone sales? Really, it goes beyond phone sales, right, to direct sales. Everything just before the other shoe drops is always, man, have I got some great news for you? Or, hey, we got a good deal for you. Or, great news, right? Uh, and <laughs> you can imagine that that's, uh, you know, where the next shoe drops. We, we uh, my wife and I did end up buying an automobile. Uh, we've got our 2018 Chevy Cruze with all the bells and whistles on there. I think she's happy with that. And you know what they say if mama's not happy, no one's happy. So we're glad she's happy. Um, interesting though, that the, um, sales manager uh, spoke pretty freely, was kind of open, uh, in his conversation with some of his salespeople. And I was in earshot and I was only in earshot as usual because they kept me in the dealership longer than I'm comfortable with being in there. And, and, uh, I just don't think buying a car should be an all afternoon or all morning experience. And I think that, that if they're not careful, the uh, Carvanas and the uh, Vrooms and people like that may put a much bigger dent in their business than than they suspect. I've had that conversation with quite a few um, car salespeople and sales managers and dealerships, and um, and that's their common theme. There is that oh, you know, they'll survive it. They're not worried about um, the, the changing process. That it's a fad that they're that people are going through. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm skeptical there. And it's like I tell most people, I've never been in the car sales business. Uh, I would imagine that uh, it has its nuances that would make you, you know, good or bad at it, depending on how good or bad you were at doing some of those things. But my excuse to most people, my, my um, third party look at that performance of that business, I stand back and I watch the business. And we talked about this on an earlier podcast was um, it, it appears to me that the owners of these dealerships came up in the industry 
probably worked in dad's or granddad's uh, dealership and the things that worked for them then they're still doing today because hey it worked right it worked for dad it worked for granddad it worked for dad it's going to work for me and it'll work for my children when they come on uh that's a pretty short-sighted way to look at it i think um, but maybe if you're doing the numbers, uh, I was down at the Grand Strand Nissan. Should I be plugging them? I didn't buy a car from them. Uh, I, I was very honest about my input with them about um, that maybe they should be a little more focused on the customer than they are the numbers. But clearly they had sold 200 cars that month. They would tell you that's successful and that's what they want to do. But what if? What if what I'm saying is, that a slight change and alteration in the way the traditional business has been done might sell them 400 cars a month. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. And who knows? Maybe they have done this. Maybe they've tried some alternate um, techniques and programs and it didn't work for them and they fell back uh, on the old uh, traditional styles. I don't know. When I talk to people about it, I get the impression that they're just pacifying me uh, because I might be a buyer at some point. And uh, I don't think I'm getting the raw, honest opinion. So, hey, if you're a car salesman out there, you're a car dealer, you own a dealership, uh, you feel good about speaking freely about it. I'm all ears. I'm I'm an open book. I don't mind having a conversation. We don't have to get loud and ugly about it. I'm not trying to knock your business. I'm actually trying to give you some honest feedback from a buyer's perspective that I'm not comfortable sitting in a dealership all afternoon going through the games that have to be played. Going back to the um, sales manager that was a little free, you know, a salesman came up and they were talking about a deal she had been working and his response to her was, anytime they go low, you go high. They go low, you go high. And they were laughing about it. And I thought, well, uh, that may be a great technique and a strategy for you, but you probably didn't need me to hear that because that's exactly what you did to me when I started my negotiations and and I went into the phase of saying, here's what I want to pay. You immediately came back with something higher. So now looking back on it, I realized that it was all a strategic game to you. And, uh, and you know, I don't know. And I don't know if I walked away with a good deal or not. It's hard to tell sometimes if you have a good deal or not. Uh, it's just whatever you feel like uh, was a good deal for you at the time. It worked out for me. It made my wife happy. The car seems to ride as good as any. So it's why I don't go around test driving cars. You know, you can test drive a new car. It's going to drive like a new car. Uh, if you, yeah, I can sit in the seat and tell you whether I'm going to be comfortable driving the car. I don't have to drive it around the block or around the whatnot. They want to give it to me, take home for a weekend or something out. I like that kind of test drive, but to get in a car and just drive down the street and back, I'm not, I'm not excited about that kind of thing. But anyways, my last few cars up until this one with my wife, um, that's kind of the way I bought it. A sign and drive kind of environment is what I like. I want to go in and, and, and have already, I've already shopped the, the internet. I already know the kind of car pricing that I should be able to get in the neighborhood of anyways. And, uh, and the style of car you know, here's the car I want or, or something similar to this. What have you got that competes and put me some numbers together and I'll come down there and we'll, if you have to drive it, I'll drive it around the parking lot and then we'll sign and take the car home. That That's my preferred method. And it doesn't take me five hours, six hours to do that. I think I, my wife showed up at the dealership this time somewhere in two, three o'clock. 
I showed up about 5.30, hoping that she'd have everything done and I could sign and drive. And uh, and we closed the building down. We were there. We were the very last people to leave. I don't know what time they closed, 8, 9 o'clock. You know, it's, it's just crazy to me. And they're bragging about their service, but I don't think they're sitting on my side of the desk or they're not getting real feedback from their buyers from our side of the desk to say, why do I need to spend the afternoon here? My time's more valuable than that to me. And, uh, you know, anyways, uh, overall, the car dealership did a good job. I was pleased with them. They didn't outright lie to me. They certainly negotiated well, and I can't hold them against them of me being a salesman myself. But I'm not going to cry about whether I got the best deal or not. The deal is done. We're driving the car and I'm, and I'm satisfied with that regardless of where it turns out. I might do a little differently if I ever go back and shop them again. Uh, I don't know. But anyways, there you go. Monday morning, rants and raves. We're back on talking about car dealerships. Uh, but in reality, we were talking about the narrative. The narrative is, ain't it great? You know, I got a great deal for you. It's wonderful. Uh, even really before they've exposed you to something, they're already telling you how great it is. Uh, I think they think they're programming, and they may be programming your mind, um, setting the expectations that you're going to be excited about the deal and that it's going to be such a great deal. Uh, and, and so I think it's kind of the setup. I, I don't know if you've noticed it or not. You know, sh shoot me a voicemail, call in, whatever. Let me know what your thoughts are uh, about it. And uh, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I certainly am um, getting ready to flip right over and go into doing one of the market podcasts. So uh, catch me over there on that. But my name is Keith Hadding. I'm with NC Realty Services. And this has been a Monday morning uh, miseries, our rants and raves. So I look forward to your feedback and hope to see you soon. Until then, God bless. <laughs>